What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys and super exciting day today because of that nifty all-time high touch. and it's it's a really good thing obviously which we'll cover more in nifty's analysis but bank nifty also 32000 plus easily so for the indices it was a great day today and it was a pretty decent day for the stocks as well now we did see some of the stocks as we'll come to in the top gainers and losers but some of the stocks such as hdfc bank and a few others glenmark also did not perform really well particularly but my watch list for the most part in my watch list as i've said it's very standard it is uh most of the stocks that we talk about here so most of those did perform well and by well i mean positively uh i believe the highest was 1.5% up which is modest i wouldn't say i wouldn't call it too good but it is still positive so that's a good thing uh you'll learn more about my trades in the my trade section of course but uh overall the markets was markets were pretty good pretty decent i i would not say it was a wild expiry because uh the move was relatively restrained for you know the stocks as well as the indices but it was definitely a you know welcome change from what we've been seeing you know that completely bearish sort of mood for the markets and all those things looked like it vanished because so many stocks as we'll come to in the analysis so many stocks including nifty and bank nifty took some very very nice support from their support levels including the eight moving average which is what i use and the changes in polarity so that is my you know overview of the day that's what i observed that's what i noticed and that is for the most part what happened some of the moves were dominated by certain news based events as i could say but and this is you know the most important thing a lot of that a lot of that a lot of those moves would have been captured if you follow proper technical analysis and if you've if you've been listening to the podcast so that's a good thing some moves such as i i bull and devils housing finance they had some really nice news but as i said you know we've already spoken about that stock and I've, i had mentioned that i'm i had a position into that so purely based on technicals obviously i don't know any insider info uh, i don't even know anyone who works in ibull or <laughs> anyone from ibull but again the charts do uh, reveal a lot more than you think so that's my overview of today's market we'll move to nifty now the the you know i'd call it the the you know birthday boy because <laughs> it was an all time high it's like a celebration but uh let, let's just call nifty the index of the day nifty closed at 12151 it had 33 gainers 16 losers and one uh lethargic unchanged now it's up 50 points which is 0.42% and you know it's 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 very interesting because even after it hit the all time high uh nifty I believe it was towards the start of the day I believe within the first 15 minutes or so it hit all time high but from there it retraced for a bit 
uh, and then it just shot up in the last half an hour. What is very interesting is that 12100 for Nifty Spot and even for Nifty Future uh, held very well. I believe Nifty Future's low was around 96 or so and the Spot's low was 100 dead. So that's very interesting to see because the markets were just unwilling to go below that level. And that really shows a lot of support from 12100 level. And that shows that the bulls really are trying to uh, pull the markets up. So that's a very interesting thing that I observe generally. We do see, uh, you know, a more of a bearish thing from Nifty, at least from what I've observed in the past few weeks. But that was not the case today. So that's a good thing. And uh, as I said, you know, that last half an hour was just wild in terms of the movements. Uh, and it, it, it more than made up for the complete reversal that it made from the all-time high and then just shot up. So that was very interesting to see. Uh, on the on the weekly chart, uh, the candle looks very crazy. You know, the open equals to the low, the high is almost the close. So very interesting thing on the weekly charts and on the monthly charts, something equally uh, wild because it's it's just been big green candles for the past month also you know last month and this month so that's also a very interesting thing 8ma relatively respected uh by nifty on the monthly and the weekly charts also so with that moving on to the day's gainers for nifty we've got infratel leading the pack it's at 257 it's up 14.18 percent i feel that infratel needs to give me a loyalty bonus because it's been on this uh show pretty much consistently for the past few weeks if i remember correctly whether as the top gainer whether as the top loser either way uh infratel has been a very loyal inclusion in this podcast uh jokes apart though looks like it stopped at a daily resistance that it was facing and if you've been listening for some time at least since last week you know that the 250 255 level has been a pretty major resistance for uh infratel and that that 260 is like the absolute limit which it probably tested today i believe the day closed at 257 so just below that so it's clearly at the resistance zone uh if it gets like a booster shot then possibly we see it shooting up otherwise we just see it chilling where it is so that's infratel the top gainer for the day uh, the next gainer is UPL. It's at 582, up 5.46%. Looks like the gap has been filled. Good thing. And ATMA and CIP support were there. Again, positive things. Uh, possibly sort of piggybacking on the general positive trend of the market. And that brings me on to the top losers for the day. That is uh, Z Limited leading the pack at 311, down 2.5%. Uh, gap filling happening. We spoke about this yesterday or day before that Z Limited has a massive unplugged gap, unfilled gap, which it might just fill in if the news isn't right. I haven't checked the news if I'm being honest because, uh, you know, that gap filling was just so evident. You really don't need to see whether it'll move up or down. And, uh, you know, since since it did not really open that positively, it was quite evident that it is on a gap filling spree. So, I believe there's just a tiny bit of that gap left. Otherwise, it's almost completely filled. 
The next loser for the day is Hero Motors. It's at 2470, down 2.11%. And it failed uh, to sort of recover. And it failed to make a reversal. So now it's probably just retracing for a bit. And uh, the bad thing is that it is now below the 8MA line, which will now become a resistance. And it has been. If you look at the charts, and I strongly recommend you do, this applies to... Uh, not just Hero, uh, a lot of these stocks, if you look, 8MA uh, has been a very severe resistance. So if once, it uh, once it dips below it, it generally tries to break it a few times and then it just goes down. So that's what we've seen on a lot of these stocks, 200MA, same thing, 50MA, same thing, 20MA, same thing. So I do recommend, uh, you know, booting up your charting platform or just going to chart inc investing.com trading view whatever you want to use just go and look at the atma uh it's it's going to be pretty wild in my opinion and with that that's the end of nifty's analysis we move to bank nifty now bank nifty closing at 32,122 it's up 247 points which is roughly 0.77 percent and since the past two days, I've been mentioning that it's just hanging in the air. Today, it is hanging even higher in the air than before. And it looks it looks kind of concerning and almost troubling, if I'm being honest. Because it's just got so many unfilled gaps. And if it wants to fill in all of those gaps, it's looking at a 31600 or so uh, price level. Which is co coincidentally just around the 8 moving average. Uh, I, I know I use 8MA a lot, but trust me, it works so well. Uh, so that's where, you know, uh, Bank Nifty is at. A lot of gaps, which is making me a bit hesitant to get into, you know, a long position in Bank Nifty. But it'll move the way it wants to. Uh, gap filling might happen, might not happen. We never know. As I've said, back in July or something, we just saw gaps after gaps after gaps after gaps for pretty much one month. I believe this was on Nifty. Obviously, it'll apply to Bank Nifty also, uh, more or less. So, whether it wants to fill in these gaps, whether it does not want to fill in these gaps, uh, and now at least for now, I mean, it might just fill in these gaps later on. But for now, it might, you know, these gaps might just remain. We never know. On the weekly chart, and I do talk about the weekly chart if you're wondering, because it might just gives, give us some context into how the markets will close tomorrow, which is a Friday. And uh, same about the monthly charts, you know, it's it's the end of the month, uh, Monday, December starts. Uh, so, well, I mean, it starts on Sunday, if I remember correctly. But Monday trading uh, on the December series starts. So also, you know, the monthly chart might also give us some context or some perspective on where the markets are. So the weekly chart, very similar to Nifty, respecting, you know, the eight moving averages and all those things relatively similarly and that open equals to low and that close equals to high, at least for now. Tomorrow it might change, it might not change. If it's a negative day tomorrow, then we see, uh, you know, some resistance at those high levels. And then we see that close and high uh, gap being formed. Otherwise, it might just stay the way it is, uh, more or less. On the monthly chart, it's respecting 8MA even more. And I, I'll probably end up titling this episode 8MA Magic or something. Because it's 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 just so applicable, and you'll learn and you'll hear more of it in the coming, um, you know, segments. Because I do mention it a lot in this episode, particularly. Uh, but 
it it just it's it's been respecting it very well uh nothing nothing out of out of the ordinary apart from that one thing that i do want to mention is that uh, nifty and bank nifty both did uh, respect the cips and the general price levels quite well during the day and that is actually what uh, you know some of my trades would have been based on had i taken them uh, you'll learn more about that in my trades but you know i'll just give you a little teaser for now and jump right into the top gainers for the day which is pnb leading the pack at 67 rupees closing up 5.18% looks like it stopped uh you know gaining at a cip which is obviously at 67 now the bad news for pnb is that it's just got resistances after resistances after resistances i looked at the chart i wanted to give you guys a a decent you know range where we can expect resistances it's right there you know from 68 to 69.65 and then obviously that psych resistance will be there 70 to another resistance so it does not look reassuring at all at least to me the next gainer for the day was bank of baroda it's at 106.55 looks like it's sustaining that 100 level up 4.31% it was a very superb and clean move but it is still at a cip and uh, the good thing it's got eight ma support so you know obviously that's that's always going to be a good thing but it's not it's not free of resistances at least on the looks of it so uh, if you're entering into or if you're planning on entering into a bank of baroda position do keep an eye out do uh, do not just you know buy and hold and think that everything will be fine and dandy because it might probably not so that's that's just what i wanted to mention as i as i always say you know these stocks you really need to keep an eye on them otherwise they might go the untended way and then they leave you high and dry so the net coming to high and dry we've got the top losers for the day hdfc bank leading the pack 1267 rupees closing down 0.83% which is not not that bad and looks like it slipped below 8 i mean by a bit but If you look at the daily chart, you will see that since the past three or four days, we've been seeing that support level holding. So tomorrow, if it breaches that support level, then it's a matter of worry. Otherwise, it's just doing its thing. So it'll probably bounce back up if it wants to respect that support level. Now that brings me on to the second loser for the day, which is Axis Bank. It closed at seven hundred and fifty, down point three two. Again, not that, not not that bad, and. if if you look at the daily chart and i know every single time i've talked about an analysis i've mentioned the atma and i'll do so here as well because if you look at the atma if you look at the chart you will see that the days low could have been uh, the days close could have been much closer to the days low but it was very well supported by the atma so that's a very positive thing in my opinion i i strongly recommend looking at the charts for this just you know eight moving average click on simple moving averages if you haven't worked with the chart uh, make the time period as eight and then that that's literally all that you have to do you'll it is so intuitive and easy you'll see you you'll just figure it out it's that easy so that is that is what we are seeing with axis bank if i'm being honest axis bank does not look particularly good uh you know we'd spoken about it yesterday as well i'm just trying to flip through my notes and yeah it's it's it does not look too reassuring to me at least so that's 
it for Bank Nifty's analysis. Now we'll move on to my trades. I only took one trade during the day and that is shorting Nifty Future. And I, I have been avoiding, or rather I wouldn't say avoiding, I haven't really traded Nifty all that much since the past few weeks at least. Uh, same applies for Bank Nifty. And the reason is because, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to experiment with equity. But today, being the monthly expiry, I thought I'd give it a shot and it did pay off. I don't remember the ROI exactly, but it was pretty decent. It was not bad. Uh, not not a shabby return. It was positive, so that that's all I really care about. As long as it's positive, brokerage and STT covered, boom. That is, that's a good thing. That's a, uh, you know, almost almost successful day for me in my opinion. But that might be different for you. So, uh, you know, no comments on that. But uh, Nifty Short did pay off. I've I've already mentioned my trade basis, so I do recommend looking at the chart uh, before. Uh, you know, you you just like, okay, trade liya But actually look at the charts. And if you look at the 8MA, you will see more trades for Nifty. And I believe I've consistently mentioned the 8 moving average in all the sections and on all the segments of this podcast, which is uh, a new record for me, I believe. It is not intentional. I do not uh, wake up in the morning thinking, or you know, today I'll use 8MA in all my segments. But when I look at the chart, I see, I write what I see and then I uh, speak what I write. So uh, clearly 8 moving average worked very well today. So yeah, that that only one trade for the day and that was Nifty, shorting Nifty. Now uh, onwards with the lessons for the day. So my lesson for the day is almost exactly related to my trades for the day and I'll give you guys five seconds to guess what that might have been a quick hint remember where and how nifty closed positively and remember how uh, what my trade was which is shorting nifty so I'll give you five seconds to figure out what the lesson for the day was five four three two one if you are listening on 2x then I'll just add this extra filler bit so it's a bit more than five seconds and you have more time to guess but now that time's up and it is that you can be uh in a in a in an uptrend you can be in a positive day or a positive market and you can still make money shorting it it all boils down ultimately to your timing and how well you can catch the trade i always use the word riding the tide and you know just going with the flow because that is what the stock markets always are if you're looking at a, a, a small-ish turning, turn back in the markets, then you can possibly short at the top, then, uh, you know, square off your position at the bottom. If you're looking at, uh, you know, a mini uptrend, uh, when when the general trend is going down, you can possibly just buy at the low and then sell at the uh, high of that uptrend, of that downtrend. And the stock will still continue going down, but you just managed to get that little bit of a, sm- a small move, which is not too bad. You know, the absolute amount might not be uh, too shabby at all. So that is what I learned today. And it's very interesting. And this applies to pretty much every single time frame that you can think of, except if you're a long-term investor, then uh, you probably do not have the time or the effort or the motivation uh, or the you know just just the mood to look what is happening and then get into a trade 
But if you are any other trader, swing, positional, all of those, you probably already know this, but I still want to mention it, that it did work in intraday also. So I, I managed to catch just that big downtrend, uh, down move that happened on Nifty. And that is how I, I was able to make money. So I just thought I'd mention that here. And that is it for this episode. I hope this was insightful, informational, helpful, and all the other, uh, you know, words that words that uh, it was, except for sleepy. I, I mentioned this in every single episode, but I hope it wasn't sleepy. Uh, because when I used to, uh, when I used to, you know, not know at all about what the stock markets are, and I used to look at any blog or any article or... Uh, any even a video I, I would be like oh god when will this end I just want to sleep and sometimes I did sleep I've mentioned this before but once I was reading this book on candlestick patterns and then I literally dozed off for 15 minutes so I hope this was not the case in this episode and I hope that's not the case in this podcast so that's it from my side again a very good expiry, monthly expiry, much better than what we saw in October series expiry because I believe that was quite dead, but that was not the case today. So that that's all that matters. And uh, happy trading for tomorrow, the last day of the week for trading and the last day of the November series. KR signing off.